I'm running through your nigga house like the Tomb Raider You gotta pass around nigga, he a hot potato I told him, eat it or get out, that's your ultimatum But stop licking my pussy hard, that shit aggravating uh, He ain't mine, I just let him eat me out from time to time Call it pussy booty tang, cause I got the runny kind He can't compare me to none of these bitches I got that Beyonce, that dream girl that listen Freak, freak, freak nasty Go a couple of rounds, leave that dick up in the casket I ain't wanna take the nigga from you, it just happened You know I ain't come, boy, if you had to ask me Welcome, welcome. This is the Simply King Podcast, and this is your boy Rodney Perry King himself, and you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans, simply being humans. And I have two, as they would say in the South, two lovely red bone ladies <laughs> here with me, who I've just been told that I am the first like person to ask them to come and share their words mm-hmm. Yep. with me on my platform. I have with me the ladies of... Away with words podcast. I have brief stories and a ta t. How y'all feeling, huh? Good. Mm-hmm. So happy to be here. Yes, Very yes, happy. yes. And shout out, shout out to the producer Michael who actually joined them. He's, he said he didn't want to speak mm-hmm. at all, but he's in the room. You know, don't 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 want to be that type of person. <laughs> you gotta protect so, us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's get right into this, right? Yes. Before before let's start with the Twitter checking okay, because. Okay. I know you guys usually. I, I'm a fan of the show, Thank and you guys you. usually, you know, you don't, you dabble in pop culture, but you don't allow it to be everything that you guys talk about. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get your takes on something that just occurred that I think is extremely peculiar. So mm-hmm. the Twitter check-in. Last night, when well, I even last night, I think it started last night. Uh-huh. This morning I wake up and Sarah J. Is trending on Twitter. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who Sarah J is, I really don't advise the people who are listening to. If you're listening at work, do not Google this while you're at work. <laughs> Just make a pen, put a pen in it, check it later. Sarah J is actually a very well-known porn star who has so made her way within um, the ebony scene as well as hmm. how so? Really? How so? Trust me, I have I. Being a frequent masturbator, as most men, most men are. But same, and I don't. So I've you've never seen her seen in that. action before. I've so seen you her. Know who she is? I like know who know she that. is. I've seen. I've seen her okay. in action. I've definitely. I, I'm always in the ebony category. I, mm-hmm. I go straight there with it. Yeah. I go. I even mm-hmm. ebony big ass black. You know what I'm saying? Like Sarah just to, just to make and, sure. And Sarah J is right there. But that's see, the crazy. thing about it is that's, that's, that's gentrification. You know, right? But why? I think why it is is because. I always think Ebony is like, okay, black women. Right, but Ebony. black men do count. Yes. And so the black <clears throat> men are usually fucking her. Mm-hmm. Not all the time. She, okay. she, she's equal opportunity. For sure. <laughs> but the peculiar thing about all of this, that I think, because I couldn't find a reason why it would started her to even go viral, yeah. go, go trend in the first place. Yeah. I think it was because people noticed that Obama was following her. The Barack Hussein, Hussein Obama, mm-hmm. and we know Barry. this is real. It's following That's her via page. Twitter, right. via Twitter, and he has it's not verified been hacked. Page. It's verified. Right. That's I don't think. I don't think he. Like, I don't think he's able. It's got to be, be something to that, though. I think he got like a, there has a to be super more VPN. to it. So it's a prank. It's is a it? prank. It has to be like what Sasha and Malia was like. Let me, what do we know about Sarah? What does she do? 
in her life besides <clears throat> pornography? I think she does pretty well with it, though. You know, but is she an activist? Yeah, like is she like in the communities? Like what? Like what, I mean, what is she doing in I her day to day life? She's obviously opening opportunities for black men. That's what I was about to say. That. That's what I was about to say. She 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 helping. I'm like, cause maybe he actually has met this woman in real life. Right. She's collaborated with black women as well. She's been reason. she's been in a lot of you know orgy situations as well. So she's been in the community in her own way, you know? Okay, but outside of the porn, do we know if she's done anything that would get Barack Obama's attention? Honestly, right. the only thing I can say, I can just fathom, all that yes, mm-hmm. is that she's just an American citizen who can more than likely vote, so I'm following people who have some sense of following so I feel like it may have been a strategic <laughs> Who else does move. Obama follow? Yeah, I mean, like let's now I feel like we need to like, deep dive into That's a good point. Like, like, how see, many I didn't think that far about it. Celebrity or like known <clears throat> kind of people does he follow? I don't think he probably. I feel like he's no, because Beyonce probably like follow with like three people. Beyonce, yeah. Does Beyonce Twitter? Does she see, I'm not heavy in Twitterverse, oh, so I, I think Beyonce follows a very small I think that she has that, like there is a Beyonce Twitter, but it's not like how her Instagram is. Either way, both of them, I think she follows a very small amount of people. If right, any, that's what I'm saying. One person, so it can be like a, a, just a random day where he was like, "Hey, I'm following all my supporters today," and was just like clicking on people because if you only follow but see, that's, fifty people, but that's the thing. Thinking about on some political strategy shit, if. The people who have donated, if you ask them to give a certain amount of information, if they you ask them to give you their Twitter, yeah. their email, it well, could she could have right. donated. Right, and that goes back to us saying like, <coughs> what is Sarah J doing right. in her free time? That makes outside sense. of pornography. Just think about the amount. Yeah. It could be an amount thing. It's like for people who donated a certain amount. Oh yeah, you're gonna get a follow from Barack back. Cause this could be, cause Twitter been around. This could right, be like a follow. Yeah, we don't know when, when he, he was following before her. he even won. Where he was a little bit more humble, trying to you know get the get the favor right. of people. So yeah. that's what I presume. Beyonce yeah, follows ten people on she Twitter. And what about Obama? Does she follow Obama? Probably, probably S. Car- S. C. Carter. That's that's Sean. She does not follow Obama. Damn. She does not follow Obama. Does she, does probably, she follow Michelle? Probably Michelle. She follows Michelle. Michelle Kelly, Solange. Yes. And maybe Tina. Right, and maybe and maybe and maybe Tina. Tina if Tina, if Tina does, has does a Twitter. Tina Twitter. No Tina. No Tina. She she has an Instagram. Though. I feel like Beyonce don't follow Tina but on Instagram. She either. follows Usher, and that was the most important piece of information that Ooh. I learned in this segment. Who, who follows Usher? Beyonce. Beyonce. She follows Usher. I mean, that's her old so boo too. Mariah, D-Ray, Ty Hunter, Michelle, be good. D-Ray with the vest, right? Not D-Ray Davis. I think with the vest, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Her cousin Angie. Come on, Angie. Oh, come on, Angie. I love Angie. That's nice. Wait till Blue get on Twitter. That's going to be crazy. That's going to <laughs> trend when Blue get on Twitter. Yeah. But no, yeah. And that's that's a whole mystery. I can't wait to like for more information to come out. I don't think that was his ever his Blue. You don't think they was ever together? Usher and Beyonce? Oh. They had a they had a moment like Jay Z and Beyonce had, had a moment where they moment. was like not good and it was I, open. They had a moment where <laughs> creatively when yeah, they started sure. collaborating a lot, I but I think that was just that creatively shit. because I think <clears throat> Beyonce being the creative and supporter of the arts that she is, yeah. I think she was very outspoken at that time mm-hmm. of feeling like Usher was yeah. like the top like tier of his his area yes like she was very vocal of being like i think usher is the best at you know at what he does and so i feel like she just got heavy with collaborating him based off of that but i don't think they were like 
Okay, so wait, go, going around. back to the original point, Michael just showed me that Barack Obama follows 608,000 people. Exactly. Oh, so with that being lot. said. Yeah, okay. Exactly, that's what that's I'm saying. Cool. I, I'm a little less worried. I'm yeah. less worried. Yeah, that's Sarah cool. J literally just might have been just in the cross. And areas. I do want to, I do also, since we're going to be talking about blind spots in, in a few minutes, I do want to acknowledge the fact that I felt more comfortable thinking that it was a porn star that was black Mm -hmm. because that made me feel like, oh, okay, he's pro-sex work and that he's, like, for the people, you know? But because she was white, I got upset. I know, but, like, the fact that my mind for a black porn star went, oh, he's pro-sex work. We were, like, we were sitting here, like, okay, we were, like, I'm into that. Yeah. As soon as we looked at the picture, I was, like, that's sketch and I don't like it. Sketch and I'm not in. Yeah. Mm. But, so, yes, so I do recognize in myself the bias that I have. I mean, we all go have a little bias about it. I, I skip I skip over, you know, like, oh, damn, that's white dick, white dick, white dick, white dick. Do not want to. But you don't do that for white pussy. I do, too. Oh, good. I'm in ebony. I'm looking for what I'm looking for. Right. I want. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see my people. You know. <laughs> you want to see your people shine. I want to see, see my people. My people literally shine. Yeah, sometimes sometimes. they be oiling people. up. Sometimes. So <laughs> I want all of that for for my own. You know, personal for pleasure. Your pleasure. Yes. For my own personal self care pleasures. And if you can't be picky anywhere, like like if nowhere else, it should be. It should when be. you're trying to watch porn. Like, yes. Why, yes. That's why there are categories. That's why there's a exactly. drop down. That's why there's yes. a button to click. Anything like, that is has to do with like the in any way, I definitely want to see a white woman more than a black woman. Like, really? Yeah, I don't want to see a black queen getting spat on, but a white woman show me that shit. I mean, I mean, Brazzers ain't. You don't want to see a ain't. black queen getting <laughs> spat on. I, like, mean, I don't think it's too many out here just doing it, and when they do, they usually are like very popular. Like the ones who do do this shit. The black women. The ones who are into all of that. Yeah, no, that's because they do yeah. a lot of slave play and things like that that I'm not into and I don't want to mm-hmm. see. But like white women getting like gangbang by like seven fucking niggas and they just like mm. spitting in her hair and like calling her a slut. I don't, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it either. I'm like about it. it. Personally, because I'm like, yes, like this is what she just Well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm no, I'm just It's very hard like, for me to separate like fantasy from reality so certain things yeah. that I look at I when agree. I like in reality I'm kind of thinking like what the f-? like this is fucked up like, I, it's hard I, I like it because be like, I can't put myself around someone black I can put myself in her spot and that's when the reality starts to kick in for me but when it's a white woman it's just a white woman and I'm just like this is fun this is God, this, look, is this, is this is fun. This is a good time. This is fun. Well, I'm glad that I got a good taste of, gave everyone like, a good taste of <laughs> both of your personalities. Oh, because y'all podcast is wonderful. Thank you Thank so much. I think, I've been, I think I've been listening since. Um, yeah, that's crazy. It's been, it had to be middle of last year. Mm-hmm. It had to be the middle of last year. Because awesome. it had to be, I feel like it was springtime. You yeah. Know, that's what I think. That's what, mm, springtime. So, um, <laughs> but I would love for you two to still, you know, let the people know who are listening. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know, I know wordies are going to come here to listen because you guys are, you know, are here mm-hmm. and it's associated with you. Oh, so but sweet. also, um, the people who listen to me, I want them to know who you are. So yeah. I would love for you to tell them more about who you are. Yeah. And what, and what all things. Who is we, Tati? Words. I'm, so, you know. My mom, so it's funny that you bring this up because my mom was talking to me today and she said that she was telling um, a friend, she ran into a friend last night and he started a podcast and he was talking to her about it. And she was like, yeah, Brown's been podcasting for like almost four years. Da, da, da. And he's like, oh, what is it about? And she was like, you know, I did not know how to answer that question. And I was like, I love that. Yeah. That is, that is mm. exactly like that 
encompasses exactly what a way was the podcast is to me mm-hmm. because um it's definitely evolved we used to have a like a very tight structure at one point yeah but i like to think of our podcast as like the seinfeld of black podcasts where a it's podcast so much about, about nothing that it's about absolutely everything mm. and the only objective that we have on the show is that we're able to relay our own personal truths which is why we kind of took away the whole celebrity gossip, shade room. We took that aspect away from it because a lot of that just simply has nothing to do with us. And there are certainly themes that happen in pop culture that we can pull from and we could start a conversation on our own based on our personal truth. But if we cannot place our personal truth into a topic of conversation, we simply don't talk about it. Mm. And that's the only rule that we have. But other than that, everything's on the table. Mm. Yeah. That is true. I think that's that's what I was attracted the most by because I think... um, I feel like I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I can always yeah. tell kind of what the mission of the podcast is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, I didn't want to put myself in a box when I first started mine. And yes. um, and I've been doing mine almost around the same time as y'all. You've um, it'll been be doing five years longer than us. It'll be five years uh, oh, yeah. this uh, yeah this September. Yeah. This mm-hmm. year of 2020, mm-hmm. and um, and I, I don't know. I just was like, I'm not putting myself in a box. I yes. just can't. I don't. I don't. I don't deal yeah. well with that. Because you never know what's going to happen and what's yeah. going to come out of you and how you're going to evolve. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm not that uh, in-the-box type of person. So no. it would have been... Mm-hmm. it would have been um, Even though you do look like dude from Out of the Box on Disney. I do not. <laughs> I do not. I do not. Just that, man, that man faced a lot rounder. His locks were a lot more, you know, struggle. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They not were, struggle. You know? Yeah, they were. They were thin. They were. They were thin. They were thin. I agree. They was thin, you know. I, I just I don't I just think did. you resemble him. No. I don't, I don't I think I do kidding. either. I don't, I know, I know. <laughs> there's a lot of. I think I get a lot of uh, comparisons. Though. AJ. AJ who? From uh, one of the No, I never got. Nobody's that one. ever said that. Never got. That's that such one. an easy I mean, he's one like, for niggas to say. But he's like brown though. I usually get like yeah, light skin niggas. The only thing I'm getting from the people that you're naming is just like the lot. Right. That's yeah. like, but no, no, that's not it. <laughs> that's like right. But that's not that's it. The fun in it. That, that's <laughs> like that's not it. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't look like anyone. But I feel like niggas just do that. Like I'm light skin, so niggas would be like, "You, you look just like Maya." Like, no, I don't. Maya. Like, and oh, my, just like my. growing up in school, like niggas would just be like, you know, you look just like no, I really don't. Yeah. It's just that we're both light skinned. I see what you're getting at. <laughs> I get. I mean, I got that too. I got that too. But I I'm was, surprised no one said that to you. That's interesting. No, no, not never That's the out of box like nigga or the AJ nigga. <laughs> out of the box nigga. I've gotten. Never I've gotten. Uh, Justice for the out of the box. I've gotten. Uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. The nigga from Different World. Which one? Who used to fuck around with? I think Jada. Jada's character. He had like the light skin one that was like in all the nineties. Oh, interesting! I got him. So they was they was trying to tell you you find yeah, because I'm like because he was. I love him. I mean, to see, to this, I guess that's to my naiveness because I didn't, I didn't even see it. Yeah, they were trying to tell you was real. Damn, damn, But he took that one though. I took it. I mean, now you tell me I look like that. Talking about you got a little, little light skin dude. And then Walker when I first freshman year, freshman year, but it was because like he had that song with Roscoe Dash and Wale and that shit was yeah. like hot yeah, when I was like I listened to that song so they was like oh yeah you and I'm like nah like look at him and look at me mm-hmm. we don't look at the same I could s- see the 
the thought process of like where the idea would come from Walker. with Walker. Yeah, I can yeah. see that like too. That I, can I get at that. Least I, 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 I wasn't so offended about it. Walker's but I, attractive. I, I, maybe I should. Maybe should I should. But at that time, <laughs> in the time period that he's referring to, I didn't see that in Walker. I didn't think oh, he was he, attractive. It was this. It's era. in it's these days down. that I've been like looking at him, and I'd be like, wait a second, he Tammy was on to something. He's a little plant based now. He slimmed down. And he got yeah, some sense. He was just big and reckless yeah, like, yeah. when he first came out. Yeah. I'm about to say, that's he had to get I, money. He had to get money good. Yeah, he was just big and. Yeah. Is that like, what it's called? The get money good. Oh, I got names. I got names for every okay, feature. Okay, that's why I'm gonna start calling my gut now. The get money. No, that's. that's He's I don't like, know. Oh, I usually I made it up for like dude, oh, like chubby dudes. You know what I'm saying? But I thought that we were feminists here. No. I'm a womanist actually. Womanist adjacent. That's what I would like to say. Because I feel like it's still, you know, speaking to the conversation we better yes. have. I feel like I still have natural tendencies that I'm really figuring out. Like, oh, damn, this ain't actually helpful yeah. to the woman this cause. Mm-hmm. So how can I sit here and claim this mm-hmm. fully mm-hmm. if it's still things that I'm, like, not even realizing or still learning? So once I realized what a, what's a, what a woman this was, I was yes. like, this aligns more with my thinking because... Feminism would be it'd be too white sometimes. It is. Mm. It'd be white most of the time. Mm-hmm. At least when you speak speak about the it. White outside. women hate us yeah. the most, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Shots. Yes. Fired. Yes. But no, let's let's jump into the conversation, right? Okay. I wanted okay. to bring y'all on and y'all were the only two people I actually uh thought about ever having this conversation with. Nice. And that's because several things that you guys have spoken about um have just been um I don't know. I just feel like you guys have the bandwidth and the intelligence to be able to go there with me about mm-hmm. this conversation. Because mm-hmm. I think most people would be like, I mean, that's just a little too damn deep for me. I don't, I'm kind of out of it. I don't want to talk about it. But I think it's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important because it's something that's about uh, communication. It's about mm-hmm. how we interact with each other. And I've been really into, you know, just self-improvement as a, as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to talk about blind spot. Mm-hmm. Now, blind spots are when we're not talking about when you're setting up security and shit in your crib <laughs> right. and you got sp- spaces in your place where niggas can, you know, figure out, if, you know, you can't see me in the camera. We're talking mm-hmm. about um, kind of personality, conversational, and also psychological mm-hmm. blind spots, which uh, can occur in a lot of different ways. Yeah. It can come out in a lot of different ways. But I wanted mm-hmm. to converse with you two about it to see if you have recognized them in yourself. Have you ever even thought of, that you even... That you've met people who possibly, yeah, you got a lot of fucking blind. It's like mm-hmm. you don't even realize yeah. the shit that you're doing mm-hmm. because you just think it's okay. Right. And mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of things <clears throat> within popular culture that reinforce us to continue to uh, feed those blind spots. Like, yeah, it's cool that you don't know. Mm-hmm. It's cool that you mm-hmm. don't see the behavior that you exhibit because it's, it's allowed. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. take it. So, first, let's start off with what are blind spots. Now, I sent you guys an article. But I wanted to also know when I just introduced the idea to you, how did you take, I guess, how did you define it to yourself? What did you think about? Mm -hmm. So the way, the first time that we had this conversation about Mm -hmm. a month ago Mm -hmm. is exactly how I would define it. And it's mostly like in the connections that you have with people closest to you Mm -hmm. in the ways in which like we, we talked about the example with, with men and the way that they have 
communication with one another. Yes. Where it's like, I look up to this man, he get money, he get bitches, mm-hmm. he this and he that. But it's so many detrimental things that this man is doing in front of your face, but it's like you choose not to see that. Nope. And that's more of like communal blind spot, not so much what people do or don't see in themselves. Mm-hmm. But that is what I thought about immensely. I thought about that immensely where it's just like, if I create this picture, and I think that we all do it to a certain extent. Like, I create this picture of myself that everybody thinks that I have all my shit together. Mm-hmm. And I do it so much that that's the only thing that they focus on. Mm-hmm. So even if I'm sitting in your face and telling you, like, I'm experiencing some very toxic behavior within myself. It's kind of like, but you good. You yeah. know, because all these other times, you've, been good. you've always been good. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. definitely something that I thought about. Just, like, more of the communal ways in which that things are hidden in plain sight Mm -hmm. about one another. Yeah, Yeah, I definitely think I saw it as, like, personal, like, biases, which is kind of like what you were, uh, what Brie was saying, like, you know, like, if in, in my personal life, if I do have any, like, toxic traits or things that I do that could be considered unhealthy or not okay, but because... I do them and I still view myself as like a good, you know, person. Mm -hmm. When you hear Mm -hmm. it coming from somebody else or another person is complaining about these features that are in somebody else and and they're like, it's hurting them or something. You don't, you know, you don't hear it the same way because in my mind, I'm kind of like, that's your normal. Like that, you know, like that's regular because in my mind, it's like, I do that all the time. Like, I ain't never heard nobody complain. Like, you're like, you're being dramatic. So it's like, you don't even hear the like the hurt that's in the other person because yeah. I'm already have like shut down and made up my mind that you're being dramatic right now yeah. or mm. something. For me, um, it was really a uh, like a self reflective thing. That's mm-hmm. what made me kind of come across it and think about it because it mm-hmm. was just like, damn, how did I not ever see this? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. especially going to therapy, it was kind of like once it was pointed out, it was like I remembered every single moment I did the thing. Okay. And I was like, damn, that whole time mm-hmm. I was doing that? That's what mm-hmm. that was? That's how yeah. that person was feeling when I was doing whatever I was doing? And I'm like, oh, I never even seen it that way. Yeah. And I think um, it's something about that. And I think it's something about our own way of figuring out a way to, I think you spoke to um, morality t- to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Like, we're still going to be good in the end of the day. Yeah. Like, what mm-hmm. I'm doing is not wrong. <clears throat> and finding right. a way for it not to be wrong and find a way to forever justify our views and our actions. It's like, mm-hmm. and I think that's what helps us, you know, stay in those blind spots and kind of continue those things. Because if yeah. we can, and I think the sad part about it is people use the internet to kind of do that. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. if I'm ignorant to a thing and I'm doing this thing that I may or more than likely probably don't want to be claimed as, like, right. or be identified as, mm-hmm. um, I find people. I find community within that. Yes. Right. There's community of people yes. who are like all within their ignorance, all within mm-hmm. the, like, I, I don't want to see the truth. I don't want to, yeah. like, the fact that there's flat earthers in the world <laughs> right. should tell mm-hmm. you that, like, blind spots are not only existing, but them shits can be damn near cancerous. Yeah. Yes. Where they're just yeah, like, they they're just spreading and they're yes. hardened as fuck and they're just there and you just don't want to do nothing about it. Yeah. And I think, um, I think it's very unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a dangerous place. It's a dangerous fucking There's, place. There yeah. are always, like you said, you can find a community for anything on the internet. Yeah. There will yeah. always be somebody to tell you that what you're thinking and feeling is okay. Yes. Yeah. Or or they'll be like, you know, everybody else is just crazy. Right. Like, you know, we're the like we're the normal ones in the right. rest yeah. of the world. It's nuts. Like, yeah. And I don't know, it's it, it always baffled me just 
how far people will take it, how mm-hmm. far people will go with it, just mm-hmm. on all on all levels, you know. And I think the thing that I find um, to be at least the most common with blind spots is, you know, when it comes to our conversation, when it comes to our personal and social interactions, yeah, is that we don't realize, like, hey, bro, you kind of like very inconsiderate, yeah, mm-hmm. and you think you think it's cool, yeah, because why? We keep inviting you, right? We get we we've like you don't see it that way because we have allowed you to stay in this space. Yes. And then once something changes, that's when people be like, hey, bro, you've been like acting like, why y'all stop doing this? Or why y'all stop doing that? I was like, you're really not that damn cool, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You, you come through, it's always some shit. We always got to take, like, carry your ass out the bar. Right. You got a problem. Right. Mm-hmm. But you don't see it that way. You right. see it as you being mm-hmm. pretty fucking normal when you have this addictive yeah. personality that you aren't even noticing the signs of. Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. and, but I, I would love to know because um, I, I believe some of it is kind of, you know, attached to us not wanting to kind of recognize Absolutely. and being aware of ourselves yeah. and being able to do something about the things within ourselves. Mm-hmm. Do you believe you have, at least from the introduction of this um, concept and conversation, do you think you have blind spots? Absolutely. Definitely. Would you, would you like to discuss them Definitely. here? Definitely. Um, I know me and Bree sp- specifically have had conversations mm-hmm. um, our own one-on-one about how we have this tendency um, to it to ourselves kind of automatically feel like we're right all the time. Yeah. Like, mm. we've been, like we, we, sh- we feel this so strongly about mm. ourselves that like whatever my opinion is, it's mo- nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. I'm right. Like yeah. I'm like I know I make sense. Yeah, I know yeah. I'm speaking. Like I just know like I'm giving you. Did, reasons you, did you read the article I sent you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so yeah. and that's why I related it to fuck, that. It fucked me up too. I definitely Same. feel like I'm always right. And now the only difference is that in the article they speak more about how you get louder yeah. when you yeah. feel like you're right and yeah. you yeah. get more like overbearing and more like domineering. But with me. I actually am the opposite. You check I out. get I check out. Yeah. Like when I can but sense that's the freeze that when you're not about the five, Yeah, five when freeze. I can sense that like oh Clearly, this person is stuck. Right? <laughs> clearly, you're stuck in that in that opinion. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's absurd, and mm-hmm. I think it's ridiculous. So instead of me feeling a need to, like you know, keep trying to have the conversation or just even being open to hearing more of why you think this way. I shut down. Yeah. Mm. I just completely stop. I don't get louder. I be like, baby, you got it. Mm. Like, I am not here to change nobody's mind yeah. or their opinions. Yeah. I've already decided that you can't change minds. Yes. So, let's just not talk. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I'll just end it with you feeling like you won. Yeah. Or mm. like you changed my mind or something. But really, I just got quiet. Mm. Yeah. I just stopped. Yeah. Mm. I definitely have tendency to... So, Tati and I are opposite in that way. and mm. But mine doesn't come out all the time. Mm. Um, I drink a lot, <laughs> which is a funny thing to say, but when I am, so I have a, a process now about myself that I have to check in and like my people hate when I say this, but like, I believe that there are tears to alcoholism, right? I don't mm-hmm. think that all alcoholism is the same. <laughs> like when, okay, like right. when, when people say such and such as an alcoholic, you expect that somebody just like falling all over the floor, always mm-hmm. causing a scene, like never got their shit together. I don't think that I'm that kind of alcoholic, but I definitely have a process about checking in with myself because I know that if I start drinking and I'm on a lower frequency, mm-hmm. it's going to come out in conversation. Mm-hmm. And yes. so... I don't get to a point where I shut down, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially 
especially mm-hmm. if I've been drinking. If anything, that's when I do display those like more CEO tactics of like, no, you actually can shut the fuck up because I'm right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I do kind of have that a little bit more about myself um, in those situations. And I think the alcohol also is a blind spot that I've had, especially in the past. Mm. In the past, I've always kind of been like, kind of jokingly aware of it, just like, guys, I am a mess, am I right? (laughs) But it's like, nobody, (laughs) but like not giving anybody room to actually be like, yeah, and let's, you know, it's it's always been, right, it's always been kind of like, well, these are the breaks, this is how it is, Mm -hmm. you know, so I definitely see that as a blind spot that I've had in the past as well. And you know, it's crazy, I think about my, um, the Gemini-ness of me, Mm -hmm. and I think about how, like, people talk about how um, Gemini's are argumentative. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like just want to debate or don't yeah. uh, they never like stop or like Gemini's are everything we, we, all the things uh, <laughs> all the traits we, look mm-hmm. I did, I've dealt with it all my life I heard it all but I think um, speaking to what you guys are specifically talking about <laughs> speaking, speaking to somebody speaking to uh, what you guys are talking about I think I never check out mm-hmm. and I think I always um, add to yeah, and I think mm-hmm. for me to check out, it, you really have to take me to a place that I'm like so insecure about, so right. like whatever, whatever. But it's like I think I'm so good about um, my presentation. Yeah, it would be pretty hard for you to get there, especially if I'm like forever mm-hmm. coming back. Mm-hmm. I'm forever mm-hmm. like I'm not backing down the conversation. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, like, mm-hmm. no, no. This is what it is, and this is what I, it's usually. Right. It usually takes the other person checking out. Yeah. Right, the conversation you gotta push end. them to that point yeah. because. I'm not going to end it. But I think the type of person that you are is the type of person that, like, I would enjoy a debate with or, like, the going back and forth with. Like, when someone, even if we don't agree, if the things that you are telling me, you do have, like, these solid reasons for why you feel that way, then then it's cool to, like, go back and forth and just, and then end it with, like, you know, I guess we don't agree, but whatever. But when a person has an opinion that's not, being backed up mm-hmm. by any real Just logic, yeah. like real, you oh, no, know, like I, think, like that's that's where my where my checkout comes from. Yeah, when I'm like, you already don't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. there's nothing I can do. With yeah, this. I, I remember. Yeah. I remember. I had I had took somebody like up the hill and through the mountain <laughs> just to make them literally use their point. To mm-hmm. prove my point, right? Mm-hmm. And, like I've yes. like been that deep in the conversation because mm-hmm. it was just like I, we're like, saying I really, the same thing, or, or better, or better right. yet, you don't, you don't, you're so bent into wanting to be ignorant about this that yeah. you, right. I, I like, look, I will present this to you. Yeah. If you want to be ignorant about it, this, is what you need to also identify yourself. Yeah. Like. You said like, you're ignorant, and they're like, right. and they're like, like, nah, that's not what, that's not, oh, nah, it's just my opinion. It's right. like, no, <laughs> it's, it, this having this opinion also brings this identification. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you have this opinion, as right. as, as, as you say. This brings this identification. I remember telling um a friend of mine who like he he um you know was really into God and everything, and I think it's beautiful. I think his spiritual journey is beautiful. Yeah. But I was telling him, I'm like, I'm gonna let you know something. That the words and the way that you're explaining what you're saying are the same things that racists say to explain what they believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to use the exact same verb to somebody that you don't really you're not really that you for. don't align with. Right? So mm-hmm. What you need to say and what you feel needs to come out differently. Yeah. Or also readdress what you feel and if it's even necessary. Yeah. Because it may not even be necessary. You may yeah. genuinely be uh, exerting too much fucking thought and force right. on someone else's life and opinion about something. You maybe shouldn't mm-hmm. even have this strong of an opinion about. Yeah. Yet again, blind spots. Yeah. But yeah. let's go to something that I think is um, a key, a cornerstone within <sighs> blind spotting. 
And that's um, scapegoating and, and self-sabotage. Well, I have lots lots of uh, experience with this. Yes, <clears throat> yes. Just based off of your examples. Yes, yes. And I, gave, <laughs> I, gave, I gave them several examples that I feel like are very popular examples that we have seen um, throughout, throughout time. And we can kind of just go through them. Do you believe, um, I'll get first, you already said you've experienced, you know, scapegoating. And, um, mm-hmm. Is that a, from a personal, like, you or people that you, you know, have had friendships and relationships with? Or, what, I guess, explain what you mean by that. Me. And okay. the the first thing that I think about, so I I completely know and accept that I am a master creator. Okay. And that, that comes with a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Because I can create. Mm-hmm. And I can create. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so literally anything that I say. So if I wake up one day on a little bit of a lower frequency and my language is, you know, uh, Mercury's in retrograde. So yeah. this is about to happen. That shit is going to happen now yeah. because I've called it upon myself. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that I, that now I'm starting to learn to like reel back and be like, okay, mm-hmm. let me figure out the ways in which I can just be present and like not not speak upon things that are that haven't come yet. Mm-hmm. Because I do that shit all the time. Mm. And so it's like, it's definitely scapegoating. And and I know that also I've, I've had a lot of work done with myself as far as my ego. Because the ego wants to protect us. And yeah. the ego wants us to feel like you're already good. Like mm-hmm. you're perfect. Yes. <laughs> so anything mm-hmm. that comes in that, or comes about that makes you feel less than that, we're going to reject it. We're mm. going to turn away from it. And mm. my ego wants me to think that I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And... It fucking stabs me. It stabs me in the back every time. Like, mm. it fucks me up every single time. Mm. So I definitely have a lot of experience with that. And, and and I know now, over the past, like, year or so, just like, okay, you got to relax. You got to reel that shit in. You got to be present because you don't know what's about to happen. Mm. And that's yeah. a lot of the work that I've been having to do with myself. Okay. What about yeah. you? Uh, self-sabotage for sure um, when it comes you went through. when it comes to the, <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to my tu- my intuition yes. told me mm-hmm. I have I have that bad like first like my my checkout mentality that I talked about like how I am with like arguments I have that checkout mentality like with a lot of my life yeah. like when I feel like my intuition is telling me something, like I ch- like I check out. Yeah. But sometimes my in- your my intuition is not necessarily telling me get out of this. It can just be telling me like you know you're you're coming into a new challenge. You're coming into something right. that you're gonna have to work for. You're going into an uncomfortable space, mm-hmm. and that doesn't always mean run away, hightail it, get out of here, like, you know, get out of this situation. But that's usually my reaction to Mm -hmm. things. And so, and then I'll look back sometimes and think like, if I had worked a little bit harder or if I had went ahead and got that master's degree and buckled down, you know, like you, Mm -hmm. you would be in like such a like different spot instead of like listening to like your first mind that just told you like, Oh, you're not comfortable right now. Mm-hmm. So you should not do this. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, I crave stability and routine and all those types of things. So mm-hmm. when something is off, yeah. I don't I don't I don't want parts of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I think um in myself, I think I have uh scapegoating more than self sabotage. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. um self sabotage is something that um I think I've experienced. I've been on the uh, the other end of <laughs> in my life, but um, yeah. I think my self sabotage is usually within you know the, the usuals like the procrastination or like yeah. or um, or 
truly sitting here and telling myself like, yeah, I'm gonna be able to do that. Oh, I would, I would have, and then be like, damn, I don't think I can do this. Yeah. Now I need, I really did need more time, or I really yeah. did need this and that and the third to happen. But I think scapegoating for sure. I mm-hmm. think I've like scapegoated so much, even when it comes to just creating about creating this podcast, you know, mm-hmm. and and feeling like, damn, do I have enough ideas, and do I, you know, do I have enough time, and do I have enough resource to even be able to do this before I even started it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, literally being able to, um, I feel like I'm still um, very insecure about my own writing, where, I, like, yeah. every time I start writing shit, I always be like, damn, this ain't this ain't it, this ain't it, this ain't yeah. it. let me leave this shit alone for a minute and come back to it. Mm-hmm. And I usually never go back to it. And then you don't it. go back to it, yeah. You know, and I, and I always tell myself, like, you know what it is? It's because you, you ain't study this shit, you ain't really, this has all been recreational. Mm-hmm. This hasn't been anything you've, like, actually put so much energy to, and that's why you're not good at it. Or mm-hmm. that's why you're not confident in it. You just need to find more time to do it or whatever, whatever. But all those things are just in my head yeah. and never actualize into the thing that I'm trying to do. Right. And I think um, it, it creates it creates this space of where it just this non-productivity, like you're just unproductive. Mm-hmm. You're just not, not doing anything but just thinking and overthinking yeah. and overanalyzing mm-hmm. and stopping yourself from actually getting some shit done. Mm-hmm. But I think let's speak to some of the... Um, some of the things that I pointed out within this, and I think both of you kind of spoke to them, and I think they speak to the scapegoats that we have in the world that, you know, have some um, thing that you can lean on, but you can't put your whole world on. Mm-hmm. Like you can, yeah, I think you can say Mercury and Mercury is in, you know, micro braid right now. <laughs> Shout out to XD and them and whoever, whomever else uh, came right. up with a great way to refer to this. Because for me, there was some new shit to my life. I remember, yeah, yeah. I remember being in my... Um, my last, my last, my first job here in Chicago, and it was a, a young lady who just started, and she was like talking about, "Ooh, Mercury's in retrograde." This stuff. I was like, "What? Right. What are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. And she put me on, and I'm yeah. like, oh, "I never even knew this was a thing." Yeah. And that was literally right before the eclipse happened. While yes. like the Mer- like Mercury was in retrograde, while the eclipse was happening, it was like a lot of shit happening, and I'm like, "It's kind of lit for me." I don't know what fuck the folks talking about. Right, because about you're, this a Gemini, whole, you're Gemini is in Mercury. Though, yeah, right? I told. Yeah, I told you that. Yeah, and. So I think that's why. Yeah. But I think it was like, oh, okay, that's cool. But I think it's it was something that I just didn't even know, and I did. Mm-hmm. It took me a minute to find that out about myself because yeah. I, had, I it took me having to like go get my birth certificate, get a passport, and like have a reason to go out of the damn country to even learn those parts about myself. Right. And now it's like even it's it's weird to view myself in that way now to mm-hmm. find out like things that on why they make sense. It's like okay, I'm a Gemini when I tell people that. They don't ever pin me as that. They're like, oh, I would have never guessed that. I would have thought of this or that. Or, yeah. Or, or now now I'm spooked about you. Now I'm kind of like, ooh, maybe this Two-Face shit is real. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it ain't, but, you know, you got to Let me keep going. Let me keep going. <laughs> then you have, um, then you have a, um, a phrase that I think people kind of claim a lot, and that's, you know, I lie to protect you. I, I I look. I ain't tell you the truth. I'm out here. You said people or niggas. Yeah, I look. Hold on. Talking about that people use a lot. No, this is equal honestly, opportunity. Uh, this is equal honestly, opportunity. Fucking people up. People use it a lot. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to say maybe my brother, but not this one. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I lie to you because I love you, but I'm out here. You know, telling the truth to these he hoes. Love, he love baby boy. <laughs> he loves it. He's, we're we're doing it. Y'all yeah, sure. should. I, I, I told. I told her. I told her. We're gonna I told write him. like three or four other people. And I we're told doing her. It. My mom. My mom loves yeah. that movie. 
you know? That's so funny. It is funny. It is How funny. How does she love it, though? Does she love it like I, she loves, like, the characters my, and the story? Or does she love it like this movie's hilarious? When it comes to my mom, right. I think when it comes to my mom's love for, uh, I guess, like, movies and things, I've only seen it being one way. I don't think it's, like, a levels to it. When she says she loves it, she loves it. Okay. Like, I really like this. She found okay. something in it mm-hmm. that she likes. Yeah. And I think she probably relates to A.J. Johnson's right. character a lot. Because right. she was okay. like, but <laughs> not in a, not, not in a way of like, Wait, I'm trying to get this. character? A.J. Johnson. The mama. The mama. Why? That's almost like she, she was like, I've been I, trying to get your ass out my Yeah, I think, she, it's, I think it's like. Mama gotta have a life that's too. That's that part. That mm-hmm. The mama gotta have a life too part. I think it's the part that she kind of related to the yeah. most. In the sense of like, yeah, I got that same attitude. And if I was in this situation, I probably would handle it very similar. I probably wouldn't just kick my child out. But I would like probably want him to go, though. You know? <laughs> Luckily, I'm, you know, Luckily. not that. <laughs> Luckily, I'm not that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going right. to be. I ain't not here. My nigga to say after he choked my son. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> look, it's, a, it, it's look, an awful movie, guys. It's, like, it's, it's just bad. It ha- it's, 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 it's great. It's, 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 it's hills and valleys. Yeah. It? Yeah. It's hills. Because yeah. you got you to catch there one of so the messages. There are so many gems you can take. You can, no. You can. So much. You learn. <laughs> Every time I watch that movie, I learn something. You do though. You gotta, new. you gotta open your mind it's up a little bit. That you don't want in life. Like you just learn. <laughs> yeah, like you everybody's open. fucked up here. Yes, there is no healthy, here. sane person. No, not, like in that movie. No, no. Other than the little boy, you want some my son. Summer? But not even really him I'm though. No, he knew, first of all, he knew what was up. He was protecting his mama. He was ready to fight for her. Yeah. He didn't fuck with Snoop's character from the beginning because he built a fort around him. Like I'm fuck not fucking fort. with this. He did. He did. He did. Like the little boy. He was. He was on what was going but on it is an untold story about his other child Peanut Peanut's baby how was she really going you know what was she was yeah, really going through oh and Peanut's Peanut's uh, mama was kind of with the shit yeah she knew she, she understood yeah. she, she, she like this she nigga ain't shit she's like this nigga ain't shit she's like gonna come over here and pick up the baby that's like the the joke what movie was it when he was oh Scary movie? Is that scary movie? Mm-mm, he was like, mm-mm. I'm here to pick up my son. No, you thinking about dance? Which flick. one is that? You What's that? Dance flick? It's I've dance never even flick. seen that movie. Yes, you have. Because if you remember that, that. <laughs> I'm telling you why. With Carrie Washington? It's not Carrie Washington. No, 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 no. Well, it's because her, it's a spoof. Yeah, dance spoof. flick. The whole thing was a spoof around Say the Last Dance. I don't know. It's one. It is a spoof. It is a spoof. Sean play. That character where he came yeah, in and it was just like, I came here to pick a, up my son. It was a sister of smart guy that was playing Yvette. Carrie Washington. Yeah. Not Yvette, yeah. Essence Atkins. Essence yeah, Essence Atkins. Atkins. Essence Atkins was playing the character. That's Carrie what Jody did. Washington. Yeah. Pick the baby up. Pick the baby up. <laughs> and was like, I'm done. That's why the mama couldn't stand up. She made some like some it. sausage and eggs and came in there and gave ew, him some ass. Ew, gross. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Yeah, and he busted in the bathroom too. Gross. He was like, hey, make me some food. That's disgusting. Like, <laughs> how you interrupt a nigga's shower? That's how you know that nigga was reckless. Yeah, he did Ew. just walk in there. Like, how did you get in the house? That's how mama house. <laughs> how did he get in there? First probably, of all, she probably let him in. No, she probably like you shouldn't have a key. Ah, and y'all doors, <laughs> yeah, and y'all doors shouldn't be unlocked. Yeah, it's this. All right, like, let's see. Let's get so off, many let's things. Get off, baby. More, more, more. So about, many things. See, you so see how it's more to come. Depth, it just sucks depth, you in. Every, I would do a whole episode about that. R.I.P. John we, Singleton. But then you have for your birthday. Um, my, <laughs> then you have the last two being my intuition told me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that one is something that um, I've dealt with personally because that shit, that shit, 
that shit dead. It's like, did it though? That, that yes, <laughs> because it's like, okay, so exactly something your like? gut, your gut, something inside you, yeah. moved you to do a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what else is inside you? It's a lot of insecurities and shit. A lot of yeah. uh, right. preconception, you know, pre pre preconceived notions. But it is real though. It, intuition is intuition is real, but I think. But I think there you should be a uh, far too. You can't, you can't. If you go through my phone and you say intuition told you to do it, I don't want you to blame it on intuition. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Don't blame it on intuition. Because mm-hmm. if you don't find shit and you don't tell me, then what? Intuition told you that there was something to look for, and you should have taken that and done something else. Yes. The intuition mm-hmm. didn't say go through that nigga phone. Yes. <laughs> right. You know what I'm like, saying? Because intuition told yeah, cause me phone, this nigga was cheating. Yeah, phones <laughs> didn't always exist. Granny knew that you know this right. nigga had got right. bras on the side on some Rolling Stone yeah. shit, but. What right. did Granny do about it? Maybe nothing, maybe something. Right. You know? Right. Maybe she got that, you know, that life insurance policy kind of sold up, you know, got she the shit. She got together. that cast iron and got to work that night. Could have been home. grit grit ball. We don't know, mm-hmm. you know? My so, grandmamas was shooting our granddaddies. Yeah, look, oh, shit, my grandma shot my grandma. Look, it's a different, it's a different breed, different breed because of women. Don't fucking play with me. Different breed <laughs> of women you're talking about. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> so I was shaking my head. I'm like, none of my girlfriends shot each other. Mm-mm. Yeah. And then the last one that I think is probably the most complex, <laughs> complex, is um preference versus complex. Yeah, no, explain. explain that one. Yes, I was yeah. like, Because y'all, y'all didn't get that one? Mm-mm. What I meant by that was, I, <laughs> Say, think, I think I think quite often I see uh, people have these blind spots of that they scapegoat to be, uh, quote unquote, preference. they say preferences. So oh, you yeah. see it a lot. You see it a lot when it comes to, uh, like, look, I just got a preference. I, I like light-skinned women. Right. Uh-huh, uh, right. That's my preference. That's what I like. That's what, you know, that's what I'm into. Right. Okay. Um, like, and I ain't saying I'm, I ain't saying there's nothing wrong with them, but I just don't be fucking with dark-skinned chicks like that. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the energy. Yeah. But it's like, my dude, you dark-skinned. Right. Why is this your preference? Why do you say this is your preference? Right. What is it about this, your mom, your sister, all these different things? Right. Maybe more of a complex than a right. preference, my dude. Okay, mm. I feel And you. I it's feel okay you. if that's the situation, but you got to be honest yeah. with mm-hmm. yourself that that's the situation. You can't. That's why I really appreciated the conversation that Tati and I had on the show one time when we were talking about like biphobia, because that's mm. something that I feel very strongly about. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, for lack of better words, bitches don't do the inner work to really understand why it is that they feel how they feel when it's really quite simple and when and it's crazy like Tati said it and I was like that makes so much sense and you're a human being and it's okay for you to feel insecure about the fact that somebody likes something that you cannot provide to them and like if a nigga come to you and it's like damn I really like red hairs you could dye your hair red if you really was like fuck it for, for his fucking for our anniversary let me give him some shit that he'll like right. but it's like Period. if a nigga is like I like dick it's like I literally don't have that or yeah. not even dick just testosterone just the energy yeah just yeah, the all energy that. of a man mm-hmm. and it's like for a long time, I was ready to die on this hill that, like, all bitches who felt away about bi- bisexual men were wrong, yeah. and they were awful, and they were, like, non-progressive, like, they were holding us back, especially mm-hmm. in the black community, all this stuff. And when Tati said that very simple thing, which is, like, I simply do not have something that that this man is telling me that he's attracted to, and it makes me feel a way, mm-hmm. I'm like, that makes so much sense. And mm-hmm. it's like, if you just come mm-hmm. into yourself and understand why you feel the way you feel, mm-hmm. and a lot of times with the complex, as opposed to a preference, mm-hmm. it comes down to shit that was, that was um, kind of tied down to you. Like, just because other people, you know, your parents or society or other people got shit to say about it, and you don't take the time to see whether or not you even agree or feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I really appreciate it just like, the truth, like the realness of like, no, nah, I don't have that. Because putting a name to it or 
actually figuring out what it is, yes. you can grow from that. Yes. yes. Too. It's because like, it's hey, like, you know, like, I feel that way, you know, like, I can feel that way today. Mm-hmm. But, right. like, over time, because I because, because I know what it is, mm-hmm. or, you know, even depending on the person or, yeah. like, yeah. who I felt for. Because even, like, you know, I got hooked watching the show Love is Blind. They had told me that she was so into it, so I watched it. And think? when the bisexual men on that show, Carlton. when, he, yes, when Carlton got to the point of um, telling Diamond about his bisexuality. Now, mind you, I didn't really care for him, not but it was because I didn't care for him. It had yeah, nothing right. to do with like what he was giving. <coughs> but in that situation, if I had felt the love that like the other characters, like what they were portraying, if I felt that type of love, and then that was what was told to me, mm-hmm. I was watching it like I don't think I would have ran from that situation. Like mm-hmm. I don't think that I would have like I don't think that would have been like the Oh, you know, I can't fuck with you no more. And I honestly right. don't think that Diamond was exactly. going to Exactly, I was saying, not to make this a love yeah. conversation, but Diamond, but Diamond wasn't on that. that. Like, he, he didn't give her the room he did to not even give her react. The he he did what, he like therapy. in the article, when he felt he felt defensive, he right. felt like he was being attacked, and he automatically went into, like, defense mode. Yeah. Bitch, you know, yeah. Like, and just went crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because he like, couldn't, he couldn't, as much as he felt like, like the complex, as much as he feels like other people can't handle it, right. he can't handle no, it. No, exactly. Himself. That's the thing. He needs so therapy. you're not at the point where you're willing to have conversations yeah. and figure it out with a person. Okay. Like, so don't you know put your stuff on her, yeah. even or other union, women. He kept going back to like, I just want people to be able to just love each He's other. Like, I just want to be in love. Like nobody says just, that they weren't doing yeah. that for you. Like, I think you got to be ready yeah. if you want other. You got to be right. ready. You, you have, have to be, to be secure. Ready like, for this everything. is who I am, yeah. and I don't feel any ways about it. And this is what I'm coming with. But he's not there yet. And mm-hmm. if he was, he would have been. And that's fine too. Yeah, to not be there yet. That's but fine don't too. But acknowledge other that. people, right? And, and that, acknowledge and that. That's, and I think that's the biggest point. That's his mind. of it all. It's like why, why, why sit here and be on some like, you know. Hot? Do you want your shit hot or cold? And, you, right. and you're you're minimizing it and simplifying something that's about another person. Yeah. Like I'm with you because to me, I think it's an insult to the people that 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 same man who would sit here and say I'm only attracted to light skinned women. Mm-hmm. It's an insult to all the women he quote unquote is with. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's like, yeah, it's, like you're, you're, it's like it's almost yes. like this. Um, uh, kind of like you're collecting people in a right. weird way. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm it's making, not genuine. I'm not open right. to anything else. I want a very specific person. So right. I see you as this. You know, it's objectifying to a certain degree. Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of it being like this sense of like we were together and we found each other in this organic way, mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. way of like it was meant to be in a serendipitous type of way. Well, now no, my nigga, you you did the thing. Sought out you, a light skin. You clicked bitch. the arrow, got yes. to the categories, and was like light skin. Right. <laughs> and that was all you. Were ever open that to, used to be a thing for, for me because I not like the light skin thing, but like I used to be like sixty pounds. No, oh. no, but I used to be like sixty pounds heavier than I am now. And during that time, like really, yes, I and can't so that. I um, like in high school and stuff. Like in college, I lost like a lot of weight, okay. but like in high school, like in like the beginning of college, like my freshman and sophomore year of college, I was like sixty pounds heavier than this. So mm-hmm. when I would come across men mm-hmm. that would like. That was like kind of in their pitch, like the like I love big girls or I love mm, this. Right. I would be like, I don't want to talk to you. 
Like, right. that's not, like, that wasn't, like, an attractive yeah. thing to me. Because yeah. it was, like, because you're minimizing me to I, I'm a big girl. Like, you're yeah. telling me this is why I like you. And yeah. it will be the same with light skin. Like, yeah. telling yeah. me, oh, I really like light skin girls. Yeah. You're telling me that that's who I am. That's yes. what I represent. Is, My is, body is yes. just, I got another light skin girl. Like yes. you said, I'm collecting right. people. So, I've never really, I, I don't like not a dating people a that have a strong, like... I don't want to say fetish because nothing's wrong with necessarily a fetish, but anyone that has just a strong mm. like, this is all I want. Yes, and yeah. I just so happen to have that. Yes, so. and, it, and and I think what makes it even more problematic, and I think it's a way that people have only tiptoed around figuring out that it's a complex is that people say, mm-hmm. you know, no, it's just you can have your preference, just don't put down everyone else. And I'm like, no, go deeper, yeah. like go yeah. a little bit deeper past it. Why the fuck way. is he or she? Putting down whomever that they don't because they don't have a certain quality. Some adults prefer to fuck children, and we be wanting to talk about that. Yeah, that's that should not be a preference. This is a yeah. this is a extreme mental complex. Yeah, that this is what you're attracted by, and I think and also it could if we got about that when it came to the simple if we take control and became more aware about those simple things, then we could mm-hmm. more than likely approach those extremely... Absolutely. Those extreme versions of that yeah. in a different and maybe even healthier way to be able to recognize and help these people to recognize that, like, hey, this shit ain't really normal. This yeah. shit really shouldn't be a thing yeah. for these harmful. reasons. Not even not normal, but it's harmful. Yeah, yeah for these reasons. Did you, yeah. did, you have, did you ever have a time where you felt like you had a preference? Hell yeah, hell yeah. I I, I was, um, because I'm from the South. I'm from the South, so I was definitely like, you know, if you was like 5'5 and under, I'm I'm, I'm looking at you. You you Mm -hmm. my type, you know? More than like you was going to be a little thick, you feel me? Mm -hmm. I just did not want to date tall women. Uh-huh. Just, I was not into tall women at all, yeah, okay. and um, and it was really on some just like insecure. Like I don't want to. I don't want somebody to be standing over me. I don't want nobody to be bigger than me. I don't mm-hmm. wanna, that whole thing. Got to college, and it was just so many beautiful, just model esque ass women. I'm like, you know, maybe I need to. <laughs> maybe I need to chill out on this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, wear them heels, girl. Yes. You look good, you know. <laughs> I look up to you any day, you know. Yes. You look good, and I think um, I, I don't know. I think if anything, it took me being in a space to where I was around so many different types of people, yeah. To being like, this shit really ain't that, like, it really ain't yeah. that deep. Same, because yeah. I was because I'm listening. Like, I always used to say that I had a preference. I feel like when I was younger, I always would say like I really liked dark skinned boys. Mm. Like, it been like more. I was more attracted. My my take on it was I would always tell people like. I'm attracted to anybody. Like, I think, you know, like, if you're cute, you're cute. I don't really have, like, a a thing. But I would tell people, like, if in this perfect world, if they, like, stood, like, this (coughs) fine-ass white man, I mean, light-skinned guy, and then, like, this (laughs) fine-ass person Or it could be a white guy, too. If you stood a fine-ass white man, a fine-ass light-skinned black man, and a fine-ass dark-skinned black Mm man, I'm going to pick the dark-skinned one. And, like, that's how, like, I would always... Say it, but like as you said, as I got older and as I started meeting new people and just being in a bigger pool of yeah. humans, mm-hmm. it was like I realized like you really don't have a type. Maybe it just so happened that at that time in your life, you just ran across yeah. so many more like to you so many more attractive dark skinned yeah. men. But it's and usually all, it's usually always it. a reason. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the point that I want everybody to understand. Like, there's yeah. a reason to why you want this quote unquote preference that you're standing for. Yeah. Like, I remember, I remember, um, so often like hearing the me being the accept 
me being the exception to so many different things. And yeah. I always just thought that shit was peculiar because that was always be my like conversation with people that I would try to date. It was like, I never date dudes with hair. I never date mm-hmm. light-skinned guys. You're like kind of like not as tall as I usually date mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever. I'm like, damn, six feet, shit. Like, yeah. how much how much more height do I need? Mm-hmm. Or how much, what else? Or better yet, why do you think you're attracted to me then? If you quote-unquote mm-hmm. right. have never been that way. And they right. just, they can't figure it out. It's right. like, a, it's it's really a blind spot for them. Yeah. They see it as like, well, I don't know, I don't know, I just, I don't know. It's just, I am, but I don't know why. Right. I'm like, yeah. it's okay, it's cool. And sometimes people say stuff just because they've never even been like, in a situation like, to date, like, a different, you mm-hmm. know, like sometimes like, women yeah. will be like, oh, I don't date light-skinned boys or something. But it could just be because somebody light-skinned has never, like, approached you in that setting. So you've never, you know, you just started saying only they dark-skinned guys. And so then when somebody lighter-skinned, like yourself, approached you, now you're like, oh, you're the only light-skinned guy I ever talked to. And it's like, because I was the first one to talk to you. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it could be. It has nothing to do with your actual preference. It's not like you picking it. Right, like, you chose that based off of what was given to you. Yeah. Not out of what you, not based off what you were taking. Which is the case for most most women. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like yeah. we just swimming in the pool and niggas like, let's see what kind I'll have today. Yeah. But I, 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 I've told so many of my of my homegirls that it's like, y'all got to get more active with it. Absolutely. Y'all, y'all out here waiting too much. You yeah. Gotta, you got to get after it. Because yeah. I was like, I was like, I only hear from women who say, and I think I said this in a, a previous podcast, where they say, it ain't no good men out there. Yeah. Or it ain't no niggas or whatever, whatever. It's scarce out here. It's hard right. out here. I'd hardly ever hear that from me. Right. I hardly ever hear them be like, it ain't no good women out here. It ain't, I ain't gonna meet no good wo- I ain't gonna ever meet another good woman again yeah. after the last one I had. Mm-hmm. No. I think every man probably get about like three good women apiece. <laughs> like we, and we already three deep and we like, shit, I'm gonna find another one. It's cool. Right. Fuck mm-hmm. that one up. Whatever, whatever. And we just keep going. Yeah. And I, but I mean, yeah. I, there's, there's reason I mean, for that as well. There's statistics and all types I mean, of that, but yeah, also, I get that. But also energetically, like, in, 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 like, I think I talked to you about this, about the things that we inherit. Like, we inherit things from our ancestors that, that kind of, like, create our reality today. And, mm-hmm. like, it was never that for women. Like, first of all, not only did women not even have the opportunity to choose niggas, it just wasn't like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And men have always had this dominion over relationships. Yeah. As far as like where we come from, so I'm not talking. I'm 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 talking post Africa. Yeah. I'm talking about as far as us being here. Mm-hmm. Men have always had dominion over relationships in a way that women have not. Yes. And we now we are now at a point where having this choice is fairly new. Like it's mm. not. It's not like we've always mm-hmm. had options and, like, we've always had this abundance of niggas and, like, our world kind of just grew in a different and way. And you can support yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. on top of that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's like this is a fairly new situation for women at large. And so, of course, we don't see it the same way that men. Men are kind of ingrained in them mm-hmm. to have abundance when it comes. To find another one. Yeah, yeah. and to just have this this prosperous and abundant mindset about relationships that women have just never mm-hmm. had. That's and that's why I think that it is, it is important that women affirm themselves. Like, And I try to I try to not be so much in the conversation of like niggas ain't shit. Da, 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 da. Like no, let's talk about that specific nigga that did you wrong. Mm-hmm. We can dog that nigga all day. I'll pour you a glass, sis. Let's dog this particular nigga. But let's stop saying that niggas aren't shit because the universe only hears you saying niggas ain't shit. All and right, you're either gonna keep, attract ancient niggas. Keep sending them names. Or that's, you're just gonna attract mm-hmm. that situation to you at, at large. Yeah. So I think that just switching, making the switch of like no, mm-hmm. it is niggas out here. I haven't mm-hmm. come across them, but they out here. Yeah. 
like that makes a world of a difference and it's just something that men kind of have more naturally that we don't we yeah. have we have to curate it yeah. for ourselves and i think that's mm-hmm. why so many um quote unquote men who date women out of the league happen so often all the fucking time because mm-hmm. it's like because we tired because because <laughs> Because we, I think we all, I think most men, especially most straight men, have an extreme, like, inflated sense of themselves. So Absolutely. it's like, like, yeah, I should be able to date, like, a, you know, a, you know, somebody who, you know, got a little, probably making, like, a few ten more thousands than me. I could do that. Easily. I can make that happen. I can mm-hmm. swing that, you know? Easily. But I think And that's look not better a, than every woman you've ever seen in your fucking life. Yeah. And yeah. have sense. And then all women are naturally ready to be like... I mean, as long like, as he drives, right? Like, it's like it's like is he? He's being nice to me. Yeah. Like he, you know, he's like kind. he seems like he wants to be around. Like, yeah. let me just go ahead and settle with Buddy yeah. ass because yeah. the last dude I was with, yeah. he didn't even want to see me. He only wanted to see me once settle. a month. So yeah. Or on the on the flip side, sometimes you know, sometimes it it works out. But I feel like it, the the fact that it stems from a settling is what's right. disappointing. But sometimes a woman will settle, and but eventually. Like it will genuinely Spirit grow wish. into this. Like I'm madly in love. I, I like I'm happy. You mm. know. Sometimes I think that can grow. Cause sometimes when you give people chances that you might not have regularly, you can grow to love people and Absolutely. grow to see. You oh, know. For sure, for sure. But the fact that it stems, it shouldn't stem from a settling Settle, aspect right. as much I as it just stem from just being. Open. I'm gonna date. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna just this. see what it is. But I yeah. think women start that journey from being like, fuck it. Like, I don't want to be in the house no more. Like, I've been sitting we here. We've been to be quarantined. Like, I've, been, I've, been, I've been doing it by right. myself for years. I'm Bye. ready for a partner. So, we, yeah. I'm about to settle with this nigga. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree yeah. so I think much. we just need to switch our language up a little bit. Because sometimes yeah. it is that, but you can't be saying that. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. That, yeah. That, that energy. Change your language and change your intent. Icky energy. Yes, your intention. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, to wrap up this conversation about blind spots mm-hmm. i want to say to you i want to ask you to because i believe i have oh you was you was you was, you was, you was shaking the table Getting crunk. you was literally shaking, shaking the, table. the table um but no i think um I, I have a theory on why we create these blind spots and Tell i want to kind of give it to you and i i think you know it's about truly uh fleeing responsibility and accountability a lot Absolutely. i think that's what mm-hmm. it really boils down to I think it's things that we put out into the world that we may have created certain habits that we have uh, already built up so much of. And mm-hmm. it's like, damn, I've been doing this shit for years. Mm-hmm. Damn, now I got to deal with the like results of the shit I've done for years. Right. So if, I've, if I unknowingly, and that's where I think about the, um, the article that I sent you, the, the um, example that they gave within, within this article from Psychology Today, which you can see in you know, the description of this uh, episode, is... It's something about when when people are speaking to each other. This it was written by a conversational intelligence uh, psychologist, mm-hmm. and she speaks to people people who have a purpose to trying to kind of make a deal. But I took it into a personal standpoint because yeah. I feel that me being a person who has the gift of gab, I talk so damn much. Yeah, it really stood you out say, to me. Yeah. It really, no, like <laughs> it really stood out to me that um, damn, it's probably been so many different moments where I probably took so much control of the conversation yeah. that mm-hmm. it allowed, it made the other person either feel dismissed yeah. or, you know, small or unimportant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that um, that wasn't the point. 
It was yeah. like, to me, I'm thinking, like, I was really interested. I really had a good time talking about this. But it, mm. I had a good time talking about this because I was talking. Right. Because mm-hmm. I was controlling this. Because right. I was making myself feel good. Because I'm like, oh, damn, you just said something. Oh, you just, oh, you 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 getting this shit flowing. You getting it out. Yeah. But you don't realize that because it's happening. All the sensations, all the processing has happened so all at once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, for me, I think it's um, being able to become clear and to have that 2020 sense of, like, all of your behavior is some shit that you flee from. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. once you start, because if somebody starts pointing out this blind spot that you have, now it's all about like, yeah, people have told me I do this thing, but do I really need to look into it? Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want you. I don't want you. I don't want you. you know? <laughs> I think it's Shout more. Out to um, Catherine Jackson. You're right. So I think it's, um, to me, I believe that it's us fleeing responsibility to actually do something about something that we really don't even want to claim. Yeah. Because it feels a lot more comfortable to be, um, to do the thing that we've been doing. Absolutely. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys agree. Or if you I totally agree. On why like, like I was saying earlier about the ego, the ego seeks yeah. to make us, to, to keep us at a space of comfort. Yeah. Like you are okay. You yeah. are good enough. Everything mm-hmm. is fine. Yeah. But mm-hmm. shit don't always be that. And we definitely don't want to, do the work. The work is uncomfortable and it's icky and it's a lot. And like, I've been in therapy for almost two years mm-hmm. and I just got back into a, um, a part of therapy that, uh, a technique called EMDR. And out of, after my first session, I was so like, when I really checked in with why I was so upset, mm-hmm. like I was very upset, but it wasn't necessarily the things that were revealed. It was the fact that the things that were revealed revealed to me that there was more work to do. Damn. And it's like, oh my fucking God. You I know, I was reaching right? the Right, you know, I'm like, damn, I think I thought I was good. I thought everything was fine. So, like, yeah, like, of course, we absolutely want to continue to just dump it in buckets. Like, mm-hmm. no, it's not that, it's this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, it's not, it's not me, it's that. Yeah. You know, and as yeah. long as we can do that, um, it just makes us feel comfortable. But comfortable is not where it's at. Yeah. I it. feel like humans are very, like, vain as like people and I think Hmm. that it's you know it's it's easier for us to want to do work on things that you can physically see yeah things that are like yeah you know affecting the image that we're like that we want to project or the way we want people to see us like Mm. when we have those type of problems it's easier to be like oh I gotta fix this shit like I need to go get a job because I need to get out of my mama house Mm -hmm. or I need to you know go do this but things that you feel like that you think no one can see and you think it's just you know in your head and you're keeping it to yourself you know it's hard for people to like care about that because it's like in their mind it's like you don't know this like yeah I might be insecure but he don't know or like you know she don't know you know the whole time it's like they do know or even like women that are in you know abusive relationships when Mm. it's emotional Mm -hmm. you know they're ready to stick it out you know for years and years and years and years and years and it's not until you gotta go to the family dinner with a black eye you know now you're like oh okay maybe this is bad but it's it's like it's too tangible yeah but it's like you should have felt bad when you was just fucked up crying in the house like Mm -hmm. you should have you you should have took the same action that Mm -hmm. this relationship was toxic for you it shouldn't take somebody being able to see that he hurt you right to be like oh i gotta get out of this yeah 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 Yeah. and i think that's the the thing about it is we um we play a hand at our own uh, kind of, I guess, pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, uh, and I think that's a hard thing to, for people to swallow, too, when it comes to blind spots. It's like, damn, 
I'm the reason why I'm like right. mm-hmm. in this fucked up situation. Yeah. Um, but I think it's it's growth. It's about it's it's necessary. Mm-hmm. And that's all I want everybody to take away from that. I just want to know it's necessary. Yes. Get to your shits. You feel me? Yeah. But before I let y'all go, I have two things left. Ooh. I'm gonna play a game. Yeah. I'm gonna play a game, and I want to know. And I'm big into philosophy and shit. So I would love to know what can what sense. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it interesting. What sense or appendage mm. can you live without? So, <laughs> I feel like an easy one, well, for me, an easy one would be, like, to say smell mm. or something. But <clears throat> of of the ones that, like, I deem, like, extremely important, I feel like I would maybe do, like, eyesight, like, seeing. You would say, no seeing? No, you don't want to see? Before. No, you don't want to see. you don't want to see. Like, you don't take that shit. No, but <laughs> I think imagining, because we talked about this before, like, slightly, mm-hmm. like, but we were talking about it in more of, like, an intimacy way, like, with sex, saying, like, what if we had mean? to lose one of our senses during sex, which one would we lose? And me and Brie were, like, sight. Yeah. Like, but... All like like the men were like hell no, I gotta see what's but happening. But me and River like sight easily because imagining not being able to feel like right. like touch mm. or even Taste. smell yeah like all you those things mean? like those things that seems just very important to day to day life. Do your eyes be closed a lot during sex when it's good? Oh, <laughs> I don't think so. I think I might be like. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe like you know, like moments and stuff. Of course, they're closed, but I don't think like I'm yeah. not just overall. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. eyes touch. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, but I just think if I had to get rid of touch, sound, okay. or sight, it would have to be sight. Okay, I would have to get rid of that. Ooh, go ahead, go ahead, go so ahead, Ray. My, my ENTs are all fucked up right now. I had a sinus infection, so I really miss the normalcy of my usual taste and smell. So mm-hmm. none of those things I don't want to go, especially in this moment. Um, I think that if I could choose an appendage instead of a sense. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, like ever since I've started a regular meditative practice, like all of my senses are very important to me and mm-hmm. very much heightened, and and I pay attention to them a lot. Uh, but shit, like, can it be a finger? Can it be a finger? No. You could take no. Not it it'll have to be it the, has whole to be the whole hand. hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One hand. Damn. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit. You could take my left foot the whole time. Why? Why? Because they got technology for that now. <laughs> because no, but if I couldn't use the technology for that, I mean, I think that I would just do better with one leg than I would with one arm. Mm. For sure. Does I yeah, mean my my, my, my ass poke out like an appendage? You could take my ass. Important. Oh lord. I need my ass. I need it as well. I but I feel like if I could if I could um put my ass in the game, I would take my ass <laughs> before my senses or my important appendages. That's a damn shame. Um <laughs> That's a shame. That's a shame. But I um I think for me, um I would choose a I don't know, because I like all my senses. It's kind of hard yeah, for me to just go ahead and give some shit away like that. I think for me, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and go with a hand. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. 
you know what I'm saying? Just nub it out. You know what I'm saying? Be cool. With, with like your right. Like are you it'll be left. It'll, no, I'm right handed. Uh-huh. So it'll be left. So you'll take your left. I'll hand. take the left away. People already think I'm I'm people think I'm like ambidextrous because of the way I write with my right hand. Uh-huh. So yeah, let's go ahead and just get this one going. Not this. And and, <laughs> and I'll be fine. I'll work it out and I'll still be able to, you know, get after it, you know? Yeah. Um, in life. Get after it in life. Yeah, for um, sure. But um the last thing, yeah. my last, uh, the way that I wrap up is, um, and I, I've been so terrible about even this section mm-hmm. of the show, and that's um, my send it on. You know, once you guys hear this, you're going to hear, I'm going to, you know, have the instrumental or the actual song, because I can't find the instrumental. Oh. Of, of D'Angelo's like my favorite artist, right? Yes. So we're going to send it on, we're going to send people off with something helpful, something, you know, practical, something they could possibly use, some little tidbit. Mm-hmm. And what I wanted to do, what I wanted to see is if you guys had any um, kind of active or ongoing accountability practices that you guys, yeah. you know, kind of mm-hmm. do right now. So definitely journaling is uh, in free writing. Mm-hmm. It reveals a lot about yourself mm-hmm. if you just do it on a regular basis. That's mm-hmm. definitely something um, that I would suggest. And also active listening. Because mm-hmm. in light of the, the um, article that you sent, mm-hmm. I definitely saw a lot of myself like, wow, I don't give niggas room to talk ever. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if I, if I judge them, prejudge them as someone that I'm generally not interested in. You know, like I might be like, this person doesn't have anything to offer. Yeah. You know, which is so rude. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely active listening and making sure that you are leading with curiosity. <laughs> yeah. Um, those two things, I would say, for yeah. sure. What about you? Yeah. I, to be honest, uh, it's not a good thing. But like, I don't have any actual, like, self-help type practices that I do. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or at least none that I do that I'm aware of. Okay. Yeah. Like, not intentionally. Like, I told Bree that I definitely needed to start journaling mm-hmm. more because mm-hmm. I write, but I'm, like, I'm, like, a creative writer. I like writing stories or, like, blog pieces and things like that. And I was telling Bree that I have a lot of... I get a lot of anxiety and stress from... Uh, like I, I don't know how to say it. I put a lot of pressure on myself to constantly do the right thing mm. like I always feel like I have to have made the exact right decision or I did the exact right thing in every moment yeah. and when I don't I get I get very worked out worked up about it and like mm. I told Bree that I needed to start you know just journaling just to to see what I'm saying on paper yeah. so that I can calm myself down because my way of journaling or venting is periodically once a month I'll randomly like send Brie like 18 text messages at like 7 a.m. and then I'm like whew okay done with that we'll talk again in two months like <laughs> like that's my way of like getting it out so um, but journaling is definitely something that I think is important yeah. Yeah. and I think and I also have I have tried to pay much to listening mm-hmm. to others, but I think and retaining, should. not even just listening, right. but actually retaining it and actually, you know, letting it sink in and understand what, mm-hmm. what the person yeah. is saying. I still think you should see your um, your creative outlets as accountability practice Absolutely. too, mm-hmm. because if yeah. it's something that you do very often, then it's mm-hmm. something you're not allowing yourself to uh, contain feelings mm-hmm. contain mm-hmm. emotions and contain all these different things because they're going to come out in their own ways yeah so the fact that you are actively expressing yourself 
Mm-hmm. Is a, a good thing because there are it people. Is, there are but people I do who are that not a lot less now too, though. So that's a problem too. Yeah. But you the know. fact, but the fact that that's not yeah. a habit that you've shown is, mm-hmm, I think, yeah. it's something good because I think people don't. I think people, if they sit there and like think about like when the last time I like, I don't know, like actively expressed myself about something I felt about whatever, either mm-hmm. by imagination, either by my opinion about a thing, or just telling somebody to help that I love them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel very strongly about you. Just yeah. doing that, I think that's something that people need to get the fuck off their chest. Now, that's definitely a new practice that I think I've adopted, which is letting people know my positive feedback of them. Yeah. yeah. Because I have noticed about myself, you know, with co-parenting with my daughter's father, I feel like I've noticed that I only really talk to him mm. if I'm mad. Damn. Like, when things are good and we don't have issues and he's doing what he's supposed to do, yeah. you know... Like, I don't, you feel a need to communicate with him. So our only conversations are if if I'm feeling like he's fucking up or Mm. something is going wrong. So I'm Mm. only speaking to him in anger. It's never like It's an opportunity to be constructive though. And now I have definitely started making it a point to want to you know, express when things are good or Mm. like when when I'm happy, when I'm appreciative Mm. of like the way things are going and making sure, you know, I tell people that we're friends all the time. Like, I'm always like, that's my friend. That's my nigga. We cool. And But, like, I I put more effort, I think, into actually being yeah. his friend yeah. and not just, so like, point, saying too, it. I definitely think another good accountability practice is assessments from people that are closest to you mm. because one thing that I adopted last year um, my I say all the time my intention is always enjoy myself and to be a positive source for others mm-hmm. and something that I learned from dealing with somebody close to me is that intention is only half the battle mm. and I used to struggle with holding people accountable because I know what their intentions were yeah. even mm. though my feelings are hurt mm-hmm. even though you hurt me or you did something that I didn't think that I didn't appreciate. Yeah. It's like, but I know you and I know your heart and I know you didn't mean to, but yeah. we still have to hold each other accountable for what actually did happen it's, despite what the intention was. Mm. And so yes. with my intention always being to enjoy myself and to be a positive source for others, I need to know when I'm not being a positive source for others. That's real. That's yes. so real. I'm going to tell y'all hoes right now. <laughs> Which I be, I be in the house, the hoes that be pissing you off, Oh. Or they'd be don't even be pissing you off, be pissing me off just listening to you talk about oh, things. Oh, I'd be like, let me let y'all I didn't let a lot of y'all live because I'd be ready to fight. I'd be up in arms, ready to fight, ready to go down, and peace and, and love I, and over here. Be, what I be, be like be like, yeah, I'm not even gonna really <laughs> <laughs> like, She just like, yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, it's whatever. I'd be like, like I don't even wanna talk about it. Like yeah. it was cool, you know. I love everybody. Like that's our favorite. I have love for everybody. <laughs> like you don't have to love me. I love you, and I'm over here like, no, beat this bitch up. <laughs> that's so hilarious. that's why you my nigga. A I think um, for me, the only honestly, the quick thing that I can add to it is um, the actual thing I believe I do is um, try to be uh, intentional about my routine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think uh, I think we. We don't, we're not, a, I think a lot of people aren't attracted to routines because it, it feels so monotonous. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it feels like, I don't know, just robotic to kind of do the same thing that every day or whatever it, it is. <laughs> um, but I do believe in, in you, you need to create a personal one, you know? Yes. It's not, not one where you, I got to give about a certain time to go to make sure I get to work so I got to get myself ready. No. 
like does that really feed you or you do right. you're doing this for the sake of the job to be mm-hmm. a good employee yeah you being a good employee is not your personality that's mm-hmm. not a part of mm-hmm. you so do you want to meditate do you want to like wake up and meditate do you want to read more do you want to mm-hmm. do whatever maybe you need to create a space in your life so you can create that routine yeah. you know so you can have room so that means you need to wake up early to go work out and do this and do that that's for you that's yeah. doing nothing for no one else but right. you yeah. and I think that's what I feel like I've been a lot more active about like I need to like do the things that I need to do for me mm-hmm. Bef- like as I start the day so first like the one biggest thing is um like the first hour that I'm awake I'm not like having looked at my phone yeah mm. So I like start my day with me instead of starting my day with the news, text messages, uh, tweets, yeah. whatever. The thought else. of that just made me feel so disconnected. Like I would like I'm like I imagine like waking up mm-hmm. and not and not because naturally when I wake up in the morning I just lean over grab my phone yeah. Yeah. like even if I don't Love get us. on like actual online yeah. I'm picking up my phone to see to like if anything. I mix text messages yeah. or calls or anything yeah. like that. So imagining waking up mm-hmm. and not looking at it at all like that just feels so scary but you like know, you're just living life on the edge how like I, you just how never I did know. it how i did it is i replaced it with a new action so okay. I, I would yeah. i would be i would be right there in that bed right there instead mm-hmm. of touching my phone i would turn my alarm off put it back down turn on like a playlist to get ready on get ready yeah. to turn mm-hmm. on the news mm-hmm. whatever just to like have something to like actively do yeah. the thing like mm-hmm. I'm actively paying attention to a thing because that's what I would have been doing in this bed mm-hmm. for another right. 30 minutes before I got up just mm-hmm. in my phone so let me do this and I it don't feel right to just do that like, it feels like I, I, I recognize myself not doing anything because yeah. when you're just in the bed you can fuck around and kill an hour just playing yeah. around on your fucking phone fresh off the that's wake up that's how it be at nighttime. yeah fresh me. off the wake like. up so <laughs> At least for me, because I don't, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm real, it's real easy for me to just be in the damn bed. I'm not a morning person, so I'm like, I gotta, like, make myself get up. So if yeah. I just turn on the TV and, like, actively not pick up my phone, I'm like, I'm literally just sitting here. Mm-hmm. Right. So I need to get up. Mm-hmm. And that's what it drives me to do and start my day. Yeah, um, I like it. Yeah, I so, um, yes. So, I think that's all. I think we just did a thing. We yes, did a thing. we just did a thing. Yes, with good time, it was so much. It was so many, you know, hills and valleys in this conversation. I can't wait mm-hmm. to listen back yes. on this. So yes. many, yeah, free jewelry. So, um, <laughs> I would love for you to let everyone know how that they can, you know, subscribe, follow, listen, oh, and review yes. the mm-hmm. Away with Words podcast, um, as well as you two individually and everything that you do with, you know, with gay you know mash that free and all that. Give you I was like, yeah. because yeah. this is yeah. what how you do. I was about to say, I don't even know how to say my own Instagram handle. <laughs> <laughs> you right, like, you don't, you don't say it. I was like, wait, I think it's like A-Y-E. Like, I was so confused in my head. Like, I literally well, don't ever say it. I'm going to be a little more thorough because <laughs> we're because we are guests and we are probably coming across people who do not know us. So mm-hmm. instead of saying all the places that we can be followed and doing the things that you've always done, please begin to do the things that would help us by following us at Away With Words, the podcast on Instagram. And you can find me there at Brie.Stone. Stories. You can find me on Twitter at Brie underscore stories mm-hmm. and at A Tati on Instagram and at Hey Tati on Twitter. And you can always, you can also, um, she don't be, tw- she don't tweet like that. She don't be, she but be she, be, she be there. Um, pop in and out. And Twitter mm-hmm. is Twitter for those of you who don't know. That's what I call 
Twitter. And uh, you can email us. You can subscribe at yaymash.com, which is the blog. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find the podcast there as well. And we are available on all streaming platforms, except for SoundCloud, because that don't count. Yeah, I agree. Because <laughs> uh, I'm not on that either. And um, if you don't know, you can certainly follow the Simply King podcast. Everywhere yeah. podcasts are available. Being um, from Google Play to Spotify to places. Stitcher and all of those people. I'm on iHeartRadio too. Hey. Yeah, you can, you can. Yeah, get it, get it where you can. Get it, get it. And uh, make sure you um, review, follow, subscribe, share. I would truly appreciate it. Follow my uh, follow the page at the Simply King Pod page on IG. Follow my personal pages at Kings underscore Memoirs on all other platforms. I appreciate y'all. This is the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans Simply Being Humans. I'm Rodney Perry. And this is Simply King. Peace. Can't compare me to none of these bitches. I got that Beyonce, that dream girl that listen. Freak, freak, freak nasty. Go a couple of rounds, see that dick up in the casket. I ain't wanna take the nigga from you, it just happened. You know I ain't come, boy, if you had to ask me. Freak, freak, freak nasty. Dick on my hand, then I put it in his pants. Get the plan with that cock and make that motherfucker bam. And I walk in, I talk like a pimp, cause I am. I'll let front say, tell my pussy, hey, huh? Fancy top, ain't he headed number eight? Stormy Daniels head from the head of state. Hey.